I kind I wanted to start it out with with uh, uh, Long Island January. Long Island January, six guys. <laughs> I can't do the voice. <laughs> we can't do the voice. Uh, <laughs> this is the Dudesy fan cast. Dudesy is great. Dudesy is king. Um, if you have not listened to that podcast, y'all don't. It's not safe for work or with kids, but make God, it is so funny. It is tremendously funny. Will Sasso. Uh, Will Sasso. We give it our our endorsement. Yeah, honey. We endorse it. This is this is not a show about centaurs. Um, this is a podcast about movie trailers called Trailer Blazures, and I'm one of your hosts, Ben Moon, joined by. A good friend of mine, uh, for for years now, a good friend of mine, Mr. Nick Kelly. Yeah, it's true. We've been friends since 2012 on Facebook. That's 10 years. Is it 10 years? Have I known you 10 years? I think we didn't care about each other for like five of those years. I think that's probably right. Yeah, but you were- we were like vaguely aware of each other. Yeah, and then I don't know what I don't know the point where we got where we sort of clicked and said, "Hey, this you know I like this person a lot. I like this person more than a a good number of people at Dragon Con that I like, but I like this person a little bit more." I think it was the Parks and Rec year. Was that it? That might have been it. Yeah, that was what four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, was that twenty eighteen? Yeah, I think so because it was before all the dark times. Yeah, all the Dragon Con stuff runs together for me. Um, I can't at this point. I don't know what years what. It doesn't matter, guys. Welcome to this podcast. We're gonna talk. We're not only gonna talk about movie trailers. We have other fun content. We got a new game. We do that. We're gonna play. It's a pretty good one too. It's a pretty good one, and it was just we came up with it on the fly. Actually, I've I've been thinking about it for like a couple of days now, but. But I came up with the content on the fly here today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know what we'd like to start with, Nick? What's that? What we done had watched this past week. Oh yeah, that is generally what we start with. What we done had watched this past week. Yeah, I I, I can go through my list pretty fast because I watched Formula One, I watched Formula E, and I watched IndyCar because we haven't recorded in two weeks, and and that's all I watched, with the exception of. The Batman, which is now out on HBO Max and HBO, um, so I watched it. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it's long. When I, <laughs> I I paused it to go to the bathroom, and I was like, I'm probably close to the end. And no, I was at the two hour mark, and it's a three hour movie. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, there's another hour. I like a long um, movie, but I can understand how some people might be put off. Yeah, the pacing. I can understand how that pacing would have put some people off. I actually. Thought it was. I like the slow pace. Me too. Um, of it, and it's. Uh, I I have one question though. Uh, why does he wear a cape? I don't know. Maybe just because it's cool. I mean, it is cool. Like I'm not gonna lie. His suit's awesome. Uh, his suit must have like damp, like uh, dampening effects, like inertia dampener. Because like when he hit, when he's that parachute thing, and it, he hits that bridge, uh, he'd be dead. Well, he also got I shot mean, a billion times. Yeah, he got shot a billion times, but it was the one shotgun blast to the, like, up. Oh, that's what did him in, guys. Like, he's 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 getting shot by like automatic rifle fire. <laughs> yeah, but I liked my favorite thing in it is Zoe Kravitz, and my second favorite thing in it is the Batmobile. So I need I need God that Batmobile. Somebody go back 
to the to a previous episode and fi- and find out where Nick said something about Zoe Kravitz in the red wig because he was so right. Oh my goodness! I was like, this is this is almost too much. Her in this red wig. It was too much. It was just too much. Uh, I really like the look, like the filter that they used. It, it gave the city a feel, didn't it? Yeah, no, totally. Uh, Matt Reeves is a good director visually for that kind of stuff. Yes, it was It was really beautifully shot and definitely took some um, influence from 1989 Batman. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I dug it. Um, I had some friends talking about, like, they would like to see Joaquin Phoenix be in... That that in that Batman world, you know, uh, I don't know if that would work. I never watched that movie. The bat, the Joker that's in this at Arkham, yeah, is the guy from the Eternals. Yeah, that guy. Barry Keegan. Yeah, I wasn't really crazy about him. I mean, you saw like an out of focus. I'm bit of his face. I'm done with the Joker as a character. Uh, so as soon as I saw, like, oh, there's two things in the movie I didn't like. Number one was the Joker. As soon as I saw the Joker, I just sighed. I was like, "Yeah, can we move on? Like, can we, there's there's 800 Batman villains. I'm done with yeah. the Joker. It's over. It's over. Like, yeah. I really like the Heath Ledger one, but I'm sick of that one too now. Uh, what I wanted, what I want is Mr. Freeze because you know he's awesome, and they should do like a good Mr. Freeze that's like the animated series one. But the only yeah. other thing I didn't like is they kept playing that Nirvana song over and over. No, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, is Black Mask? Is he a Batman villain? Yeah, he was in the that ter- that terrible Birds of Prey. Birds movie. of Prey. Oh, jeez. Um, I feel like Black. I I didn't finish that movie, so I don't know. It was you and McGregor did... was was him. So he yeah. was having fun with it, but it was a terrible movie. God, I couldn't even. Finish. I, you know, I, I notoriously got through like 25, 30 minutes of it. I was like, I can't do. this. I watched the whole thing. Um, <sighs> I can watch a whole bad movie easy, but like I know you can. It's your super. It's one of your superpowers. Yeah, I I enjoy it when movies are bad for a certain kind of bad movie. I like right. Uh, so right. like I enjoyed watching Birds of Prey because it was bad and the stunts were bad, but it was like B movie bad. Oh boy, those stunts were so bad. Oy. Whereas Morbius was bad in a kind of a boring way, which right. Yeah, so it's a different kind of bad. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think, and I want you to maybe answer that. Well, you already answered this question. You want Mister Freeze? I'm trying to think like, what is my favorite Batman villain, or what villain would I like to see on the big screen? Now, all I can think of is like, is Chameleon a Batman villain? No, that's a Spider-Man villain. That's a Spider-Man villain. That's right. That's right. I don't know. I I think. Um, oh, I know. I'll go ahead and tell you. We've talked about this before. The uh, the remote control car bomber from the animated series. Yeah. Was that Toy Man or something? Something like that, yeah. The animated series Batman is great. God, I just... Uh, yeah. All right, we, we talked about that. We don't have to keep... Welcome to the Batman the Animated Series fan podcast. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that's all I watched, but you have a couple of new things on here. Yeah, I, I watched all of season one and two of Barry t- again to prepare for season three, which starts on Sunday. Uh, I think it's one of the best shows ever made. I think it's easily as good or better than Breaking Bad, but doesn't get talked about as much as Breaking Bad. Um, I'm caught up with Halo. I just watched the last the this week's episode right before we recorded. And oh, is it episode five? I think so. Yeah. People say it's the best episode. It is. Uh, the way that the show has gone was the first two episodes. I was like, oh yeah, I like this. this is a decent sci-fi show. And then they bring in Cortana in episode three, and I was like, oh, this is 
good now. Like Cortana made it. Cortana was the missing piece of what I wanted uh, from it. Okay. And she's so good, and it's the it's the right voice actor. Like it's the one from the game. That I was like, okay, now I'm fully on board with this. And then this episode finally had, like, Halo stuff in it. Like, more Halo stuff, like needlers and grunts and stuff, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was like full on, there was a full-on Covenant thing in this one. So, yeah, it keeps getting better as it goes week by week. Um, I, I'm caught up on Moon Knight, uh, but Ben isn't, so I can't. we can't talk about that. But I, we wouldn't talk about that anyway because it's too fresh. Well, we could, we could talk about the le- the episode before last. Yes. Um, in ways that are non spoilerish, non spoilerish ways. Yep. That was the one where they went and talked to the Midnight Man, and uh, Kanshu moved this, rolled the sky back. Yes, and we got to see this like uh, let, let's just call it a a a group, not a cult, but a group of individuals. Um, do you want to speculate on on what kind of magic this is? Um, I kind of know from the comics, so I don't know if I should say if people might think that's a spoiler. Hmm. Okay, I don't know, so I'm gonna speculate. It's I don't know if it's chaos magic. Is it is it dark magic? Uh, Ahmed is dark magic, right? Gotta be right. Yeah, you can tell because the pet is the purple color. It's the same as yeah. like Agatha. Agatha. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are speculating that um. That it has to do with like the the reality gem and the the red and the blue from the is it the power gem? The, what's the power? What's is the blue uh, power? Uh, blue is the tesseract, which is space. Uh, power space. is purple. Oh, but the okay. stones are okay, gone. Okay. I I think in the all right. I'll just say in the comics, the the Egyptian gods live in an offshoot of the quantum realm. Like that's where they're from. Uh, called the Overvoid. And it's basically their quantum gods. Like, they're basically, they're not gods. They're kind of like how Thor is. But they're just, they're from the quantum realm. So they're weird. Yeah. They have weird quantum powers. Did the celestials make them? No, they're separate from a separate reality because they're from the quantum realm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're not of, they're like from a different dimension. They're interdimensional beings. Oh, okay. But they're not as powerful as celestials. No, they're not. They can right. be confined okay. and stuff. So, we were talking about Halo. Yep. Oh, you watched uh, Tokyo Vice? Yeah, so I watched the first episode. There's like seven episodes on, on HBO already because they put up a yeah. couple at once. Uh, so, Tokyo Vice, that's the show with Ansel Elgort from Baby Driver where he goes to Tokyo to become a crime reporter. And uh, it's pretty good. Like, the first episode was real good. It's uh even if I wasn't inter- like if I wasn't interested in the crime journalism plot, which I am interested in, it would be good enough for how cool the city is and like the camera work and just like him going around the underbelly of Tokyo at night is awesome. Okay, I want I want I I do want this. This is kind of what we talked about what we wanted. Yeah, it's dope. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Also, remember when I thought I had figured out my audio? Yeah. I did like a million tests of it, and it wasn't moving the recording volume, and now it did. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> oh, good grief. Good grief. Good, good grief, says Charlie Brown. Uh, all right, well, that's what we done had watched this past week, and that brings us to the new news.
is the Dumb Dudes News Network. This first item here, I want to just take a little minute here to talk about how Netflix is imploding and destroying itself. Yeah, this is actually big news. There's like news podcasts talking about this. Um, I don't, I don't care. I'm not. I don't care. Do you care? I don't care either. I'm, I'm. I find Netflix to be an enemy personally, because uh, you know you're not a man unless you have enemies, as Tokyo Vice says. <laughs> Netflix is my enemy. Next, Netflix. Uh, when Mr. Science Theater did the Kickstarter revival in 2016, Netflix decided they wanted to pick it up from the Kickstarter, and then they immediately canceled it. And I was like, this was not yours to cancel. Like, you can't just acquire something to cancel it. Like, I hate Netflix. But then, so we just did another Kickstarter and went over their heads. But uh, I hate Netflix. So this is all very amusing to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think amusing is kind of the word I would use too. Let's go through some of the things that Netflix has done. First of all, they lost $54 billion overnight. That's like more than most countries' GDP. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) absolutely they they spent 30 million dollars per episode on stranger things season four which is like more than game of thrones was spending per episode oh they've introduced all this stuff about password sharing and how they're gonna like charge you extra if they if they like snoop on you and see that you're password sharing and then they're they're launching like an ad supported thing and they lost like 200 million subscribers or something including me i canceled mine I'm going to enact it like when there's the three times per year there's a show I want to watch on Netflix. Yeah. So I'll I'll reenact it for Umbrella Academy, Arcane, and The Witcher, and that's literally the only thing I watch on Netflix. I think. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I've been enjoying the Netflix, uh, to, like shooting themselves in the foot this week. So we were talking about this with Missy, uh, and I was upset. Well, we were talking about something else with that. They, they, they like fired their entire animation studio staff and like yeah they they pretty much dismantled and so people that work in animation are taken advantage of and treated like garbage by by this industry most of the time anyway voice actors animators the whole entire uh field people look down on them they treat them like trash so netflix decided they would go nuclear with this option and they just gutted their entire animation studio so i don't like that for a lot of these animators and these voice actors but but then i go you know castlevania could have been awesome if you'd have made every episode like episode seven of season one and you didn't uh you know and so that was a lost cause voltron wasn't as good as i wanted it to be you know whatever directions they went i didn't even finish it you know i but so i go you know and arcane is not and is not as they they bought that you know they are they yeah they're just distributing distributing it it. yeah so i'm not sad about them closing i just don't care about anything bad happening in netflix yeah no i i'm actively against netflix i hate netflix uh nick has uh put his foot down and made a statement this is the this is the netflix bashathon i say netflix Uh, oh snap gauntlet throne the netflix um, oh, we have other animation news, by the way. Yep. Spider-Verse. Yeah, so Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and 2 have been delayed. And I said I mentioned it last episode that it was delayed because it was supposed to come out last week. But it, then they moved it, like, a year ago or something, they moved it to October of this year. But now it's it's delayed until June of 2023. 
So part one is June 2023. Why? I don't know. They must not be done with it. I'm I'm not. Listen, this is something I want them to take their time with. You know. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a thing where it's like I I want it for me right, now. Right. But I can I guess I can wait. Like it's going to be worth it. I'm sure. Oh, it'll, I think it will too. Lord Miller's still doing it, right? Yes. Oh and, yeah. Uh, um, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, which I've been watching on Disney Plus lately, uh, that that Spider-Man's going to be in it, which is my... When I read comics, that's the voice that Spider-Man has in my head, is the 90s cartoon voice, you know? Are they bringing that voice actor back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that'll be great. That's my whole jam, that guy. Sometimes Some of the voice acting in the 90s Spider-Man is like truly horrendous, like the cartoon. Yeah. Like... In the Venom episode when he's fighting Shocker, uh, he's like he yells like when he's wearing the black suit, he's like, "I will follow you to the ends of the earth," and it's the worst line read of all time. But I still love that cartoon. <laughs> Does Rhino have like a really thick uh, New York accent in the in that one? Yeah, he talks like this. Yeah, he <laughs> he's got the the New York goon accent. That's such yeah, a yeah. He's supposed to be Russian. Oh. <laughs> His name is Alexei Serkeyev or something. Yeah, but he grew up in New York and he's yeah. gonna smash you. Yeah, boss. My the best <laughs> voice boss. actor in it is is Felicia Hardy is uh, Jennifer Hale. Uh, oh yeah, Femshep and Felicia Hardy Black Cat is the best Spider-Man character. So why not give her the best voice actor? Dude, how? Okay, let's talk about this. How? Because you're exactly right. Black Cat, one of the most underrated. She's better than Catwoman, I'll tell you that. Oh, Black Cat's the best Spider-Man character. Yeah. Okay. How has Black Cat not been on screen? Big screen. Yeah. The reason is that Sony doesn't know what they're doing ever, and that's why. Oh, God. You're right. You're right. You're... Of course they wouldn't recognize the greatness of Black Cat. Now, before anyone adds us, I I understand that Jin Erso from Rogue One was playing... A character named Felicia in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 that I guess I was supposed to assume was maybe Felicia Hardy. But I don't accept just a random last nameless Felicia as Black Cat. No. Uh, let's, let's, let's cast Black Cat. Anya Taylor-Joy. Huh. That could work. Yeah. I, I see uh, with No Way Home, the end of No Way Home where Peter's... We can talk about that, right? The end of No Way Home. Can we? I don't know. What's the statue? What's our statue of limitations here? I usually my statute is when the Blu-ray comes out, and it's been out for like a week and a half. Uh, I don't know, dude. That's not that long to be out. Okay. Well, I'll just say that next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, the way he is at the end of No Way Home, it would be a perfect time to introduce. Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. I agree. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. All right. One last piece of news here. There's a Kickstarter I want to plug. Uh, there's a, a a friend of the a friend of a friend of the show uh, named Sean Coyle is making a graphic novel called Skyless. And uh, Skyless, he did a, a successful Kickstarter for issue number one, and he's doing the one for number two right now. And one of the rewards, if you want to catch up, is you can get the the first and second volume of Skyless. 
and it's really good art and it's a fantasy series and I'm going to just read the little description here and uh, it's our story follows two best friends Neil and Alina on their quest to restore the sky to dystopian earth this says think Game of Thrones meets Hunger Games but it's better than both of those things in my opinion it says a romantic coming of age epic that doesn't shy away from the harsh reality of this world with your support this will be the thrilling second installment of the next great fantasy sci-fi epics i just really like skyless i really like the art i really like sean and i think that uh if you are into uh fantasy or sci-fi comics that you should check out skyless and the kickstarter goes until the end of the month so i would like to be plugging it here very cool i'll have to check it out um i like art yeah it's very good art I like good art. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that does it for the new news, and that brings us to a new game called VH Guess. Looking for video cassettes? I bought a great VCR at Walmart. Now I'm back for some good tape. Record up to six hours on T120 VHS cassettes from Polaroid or Sony. I am really excited because I I have not worked on this game. This is all Ben's game, and I get to play. Yeah, so so I'm very excited too. So the, the way this game works is I take the back of a VHS box of a movie, and I'm going to read the description on the back of the box, omit, omitting certain details, and then Nick has to guess the movie. Okay? I'm going to VH guess it correctly, Ben. Uh, you probably will. The first ones are going to be gimmies, and it's going to get harder as we go, okay? All right, I'm, I'm ready. All right. And I don't. You can guess anytime. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. Okay. When four boys find an old blank in an attic, they embark on the fantasy treasure hunt of their lives, tunneling through ingenious death traps set by the dreaded blank two centuries before. A ruthless gang of criminals join them on their treasure trail. This is Goonies. It is Goonies. All right. <laughs> Very good. That was a gimme. Uh, all right. So then this next one, okay, this is easy as well. Blank presents an irresistible comic fantasy that accelerates beyond the time barrier with wit, imagination, and infectious wide-eyed wonder. Blank stars as Blank, a typical American teenager on the of the 80s accidentally sent to blank in a blank <laughs> invented by the slightly mad scientist blank. flight of the navigator <laughs> nope oh, oh. no no, no. <laughs> during Back to the future yeah it is yeah <laughs> oh man i'm having to like i'm reading this and like blanking things out as i'm reading them as i go <laughs> all right so these okay so these are gonna be a little bit harder now. We're going to start to get a little bit harder. Okay. I'm pretty dumb, so even the easy ones are hard. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Calling Blank, the worldwide smash hit and most talked about film of the year. Blank leads an all-star cast in this story of a hard-nosed, soft-hearted detective. And a streetwise Blank with a hearty appetite for adventure. Together, they fight to clean up the crime-ridden streets of the city. But standing in their way is a mob of the most colorful gangsters ever assembled. With its dazzling mix of action, adventure, music, and incredible special effects, 
blank is a not to be missed movie experience that will thrill everyone. My first instinct was who framed Roger Rabbit, but then it started to not feel like Roger Rabbit. Oh, what's this? Uh, it's an, another detective movie. It's a touchstone picture. This one is hard. Yeah. I'm hung up on Eddie Valiant. I can't get him out of my mind. So the key words here is uh, obviously hard-nosed, soft-hearted detective. And uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in one of the blanks. Blank leads an all-star cast in this story of a hard-nosed, soft-hearted detective and a streetwise kid with a hearty appetite for adventure. And the other good clue is it's a mob of the most colorful gangsters ever assembled. I'm having trouble with this one. All right, I'll, I'll fill in another blank. Warren Beatty leads an all-star cast in this story of a hard-nosed, soft-hearted detective. It's possible I haven't seen this movie. Oh, maybe you haven't. I give up on this one. I give up. Dick Tracy. Oh, I was going to guess that. (laughs) Dick Tracy, played by Warren Beatty. Why didn't I just guess? What could I possibly have lost by guessing that? That was like the first thing that popped in my head after Roger Rabbit, but I was like, is that movie too old? But then you didn't even ever say when it was from. No, I didn't. And these are VHSs, so, you know, (laughs) they're going to be pretty older movies. I should have guessed that. Yeah, Uh, you should have. All right. Uh, The next two are going to be kind of tough. You might get this one. This might be a little bit easier. I don't know. We'll see. The Big Apple's in big trouble. An indestructible psycho fiend. Blank hits the road to New York City and paints the town red. After a shocking return from beyond the grave, the diabolical Blank ships out aboard a teen-filled love boat bound for New York, which he soon transforms into the ultimate voyage of the damned. Sounds like some sort of Dracula thing. Uh, you're... No, it's not, but, uh, but let me... Let me see if this last sentence it gives you any hints. Right. Then one of his terrified victims escapes into the nightmarish maze of a Manhattan's subways and sewers, only to confront Blank one final time. You know, it almost sounded like like uh, Ninja Turtles so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a while there. Like you could say Shredder for like half of the stuff you said there. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is a I'm not going to make you get the... There's a lot of these movies. I'm not going to make you guess the number, but I want you to guess the series that this is in. There's a lot of them? Is it... Um, it It's Blank the Blank, Blank Takes Manhattan. That's the name of the movie. Takes Manhattan. Is it... Not one of those leprechaun movies, is it? No, but you are getting... You're on the right track. I feel like I know... I know... Uh, Think about indestructible psycho fiends that you know in bad horror movies. Yeah, not gremlins. No. Critters. To to be fair, I didn't notice the part. part, uh, This is part eight. And I didn't notice that before picking this. I just saw the main name of the movie, title of the movie. Is it like Friday the 13th? Hey, you got it. That's it. Jason Takes Manhattan. That's it. Yeah, Friday, (laughs) Friday the 13th. Part eight, Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan. Yep. So uh, that was a little too hard just because I didn't look at the part. No, it's okay. I, that actually, when you said part eight and Manhattan, it clicked in my head. Okay. <laughs> they talk about that sometimes on like 
I listen to the King cast, the Stephen King podcast, and they make fun of that movie sometimes. Oh, do they really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this one's the toughest one, I think. Uh, I may have to give you some hints. Okay. Pre- prepare yourself for an adventure unlike any you have ever seen or heard. A magical, musical journey into the world of blank. Blank is a feature-length extravaganza that will take you to the next dimension of special effects and thrill you with the most spectacular song and dance productions ever filmed. The story is told in the form of an anthology of never-before-seen film segments that visualize Blank's music in dazzling ways. Fantasia? Nope. It's like an anthology musical? Mm-hmm. This is so hard. It's not Fantasia, which is the only anthology musical I can think of. So there's uh, there's several of these anthologies. Um I'm going to read the the one that you'll probably it'll probably get get it you'll probably get it. Okay. The centerpiece of the entire film based on a story by Blank in which he plays a superhero who pits himself and all his powers against the evil Mr. Big who is attempting to take over the world by getting kids hooked on drugs. In the course of this battle, Blank transforms himself into a robot and then a spaceship that destroys the forces of evil and then vanishes into the heavens only to return later as blank for a performance of blank. I'm not uh, I'm not connecting with this at all. Okay. A retrospective of 24 years of hits, a kaleidoscopic montage of blank's evolution as a performing artist from his first moments on stage right up to the present day. Batter is a light-hearted new version of the stunning Bad clip with a cast of amazingly talented child performers. Speed Demon, a wild chase scene using Claymation, the Academy Award-winning animation technique. Smooth Criminal, this, that's the centerpiece of the entire film. Is this some sort of Michael Jackson thing? It is. Thriller? Nope. Uh... I know, I know, I don't listen to the Michael Jackson music. I don't know what this is. I know that he made some sort of movie. I don't know what it's called, though. They made a video game out of this on Sega Genesis. And on, it was an arcade game, I believe, as well. I thought, wasn't that called Moonwalkers? There it is! You is got that it. it? That's a yeah. movie? Yeah, so it's like this, it's on VHS, it's like an anthology of like man in the mirror batter speed demon leave me alone smooth criminal come together the moon is walking there's all this stuff so it's like it's like some of his performances mixed in with like these you know claymation and then smooth criminal stuff so it's i think it's just like a a mix of stuff i never heard of this i got it from the video game though i know about the video game yeah have any of you out there ever seen this vhs this moonwalk i never saw it but when you type in back of the box VHS, this this comes up a lot. So this this and uh, um and Back to the Future came up like a lot of people post that. So anyway, that was VH Guess. Now I'm back for some good tape. Well, I thought that was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Uh, so I gave you some gimmies and some hard ones. Try to mix it up. That's gonna come back. We're gonna play that again. Okay, I I like that. I, it was fun. It was it's easy to it's easy to set that game up too, which is nice. I'm gonna add it to our list of games that we have at the top of the outline that people might not know about that because it's a little peek behind the curtains. But we have a list of games that we play. We do because we we will, we will forget if we don't write it down. 
Yep. Uh, folks, um, you know what time it is? It's time to talk about the new new. New new. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, who let that? Who let the dog in? <laughs> it's the new new trailers, folks. The new new. New new trailers. Uh, we have an Adele Levine. Uh, one of them is so good that I decided we didn't need a full twelve because one of them is worth two. There's some. There are some really good ones in here, and some fun boogers to that, to pick. Yeah. Um. Th- so this first one is. Um. <clears throat> this could go either way. We'll see. But it's Stranger Things season four. This is like a full trailer for this thing. Yeah. So Stranger Things four, the plot of which I can only surmise is about some sort of, like psionic war with russia like a psionic cold war with russia and uh from the trailer we can see that there's some sort of weird haunted house that looks like the the it house from it and 11 doesn't have any powers and all the kids look like they're 40 dude this is uh stranger things the college years yeah it's really a show that should have ended uh, or been an anthology series and has gone on way way too long uh, with these children. I will go on record saying it should not have gone past season one. I agree. It should have been... A, uh, well, if it did, it should have been a different story every season with different characters. Uh, you are 100% right. I, I Maybe you've said that before. I don't know if you have. I have a million times in my life. Okay, well, just hearing it, I, it's like hearing it for the first time tonight as we record this and i'm like oh yeah that makes total sense why didn't we do that yeah um that season one is so good dude it's yeah no, so the season good. one is one of the best things ever made and yes. then it kind of it got the thing that is the worst thing that can happen to a show like this is where it became self-aware and self-referential mm. and uh it just became not really fun for me although i did like season three uh, I hated season two. I think it's the worst season it's terrible. Of TV show. Terrible. Uh, season three, I did enjoy because I liked that Russian guy that looked like me. And, <laughs> and you got to dress up as him in Dragon yeah, Con. <laughs> I did that because everyone kept saying I, he looked like me. I kept getting texts. Like, I, I, de- I denied it once, and then I, when I was scrolling through Instagram, I saw a picture of him, and I thought it was me. <laughs> uh, but then also, uh, I liked uh, the red-haired girl's brother the the mullet guy because he reminded me of muscle man from the cartoon regular show so every time he was on the screen i would do an impression of muscle man from regular show which is basically (laughs) just being like you know who else works at the swimming pool my mom you know it's this dumb cartoon voice Uh, so I, I'm going to watch this definitely. I'll probably watch this with Holland because Holland loves stranger things like she was obsessed with it when she was watching it so she, she and I will definitely watch this together. I don't. I'm going into this with pretty low expectations. I'll be honest. I'll watch it as well. Uh, I'm. I like season three enough to watch this. I'm. Uh, I'm also curious as to why Swamp Thing is in it. Apparently, <laughs> that bad guy Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, this is. There's actually two Swamp Things this week, isn't there? Yeah, there's a couple Swamp Things. We got yeah. various Swamp Things. Various Swamp Things. So we'll see what directions they, they take this. Uh, we'll see. This this has got to be the last season, right? Surely this is the last season. One would think. Uh, Next, Netflix might not have the money to make another season. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk about one particular shot in this trailer. Oh, what is it? So there's a shot where 
there's a bunch of chaos going on. I think they're in the upside down. And there's like someone on a bus with an electric guitar shredding like Bon Jovi or like <laughs> some sort of like 80s music. I don't know what. Uh, just like shredding on a, on a, and it's, it's, it amplifies my regular show reference that I made from season three with the guy being Muscle Man because that show is full of eighties weirdness, you know, a thousand times. Because the in what way is that something that could ever go down unless you're like a parody of yourself at this point? Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a fever dream. Who knows? Who knows? We shall see. So that's coming out. Um, next up, we've got a trailer for We Own This City. Yeah, this is a cop movie starring John Bernthal and that TVA lady from Loki. The plot of, of this is Momodu Gondo finds himself in an interrogation. A detective in a nearby county traces a string of overdoses to Baltimore. That's what it says. I don't I don't know. It's like a bad cop show yeah it's like it's based on real events and it's just basically an expose on how bad baltimore's cops are like like we didn't already know that right um and i I, here i think that however they dirty they make the cops in this it probably is not as dirty as they were in real life or are in real life you know i think we're gonna see a shift culturally to this kind of thing apart from the uh, early 2000s mark Wahlberg cop movies like you're in your night your NCISs of the world. Yeah, we'll see a cultural shift this way for a while, I think. Probably so. Uh, I won't watch this. Will you watch no, this? No, I don't care about this. I hate this kind of thing, <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I don't. This, this doesn't... Nothing about this got me interested. No, it's, it doesn't look interesting. I like John Bernthal. I do, too. I don't like him enough to watch something because he's in it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, next trailer here is a red band trailer for Senior Year. Yeah, so this is a Rebel Wilson uh, movie, the plot of which is a 37-year-old woman wakes up from a 21-year-old coma and returns to high school where she was once a popular cheerleader. So she wakes up from this coma and thinks she's still like 17 or 18 or whatever, and she wants to go back to high school, but she's like 37. And uh, the premise of this and, like, Rebel Wilson, who I'm not super into, made me think that I was just going to find this entire thing repellent. But I did laugh a couple times, and I have to give the devil his due and t- and say that this trailer made me laugh twice, and I thought it was going to make me laugh nuts. <laughs> did they already make this movie with Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore is in a movie where she's old and goes to high school. And maybe she she might be like some kind of like police detective woman or something, but she, but they this movie has been made. Well, there also is uh, Twenty One Jump Street and uh, what is the Rodney Dangerfield movie Back to School? Oh yeah, so, Back to School. <laughs> I think it's been done a few times. The only other thing though that I've seen Rebel Wilson in is Bridesmaids, which she was Kristen Wiig's weird roommate with Matt Lucas or Lucas or whatever. Matt Lucas is from Buffy. Matt Lucas is from Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is hilarious. Never been kissed, 1999. So it's basically that. A newspaper reporter enrolls in high school as part of a re- as part of research for a story. So that's closer to 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, so this type of movie's been done. I I so I didn't laugh at the at this trailer. I I've never seen a Rebel Wilson movie, and it looks like I will continue that trend. Do people like Rebel Wilson? I don't know. The only thing I've seen her in is Bridesmaids, and she was only a side character. 
Yeah. Bridesmaids is a great movie, though. It's one of the best comedies ever made. Why Rebel Wilson has a Aussie accent? It, yes. The, but she, this is an American high school. Why does she? Why does she have an accent? She probably moved here from Australia. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I guess for Rebel Wilson fans, um, she's lost a little bit of weight, and uh, you'll get to see her in a movie uh, with her new look. L yeah. L E W K. Yep. New look. Cool. Cool. All right. So the oh now now we're talking. This next one is what we I want to talk about this. Yeah, Bro. we were just cutting through the chaff to get to to these next couple trailers. A- absolutely, hundred percent, guys. They are Shin Ultraman is is nearly upon us. Shin Ultraman. Yeah, this comes out May thirteenth of twenty twenty two in Japan. I don't know when we can get it here. I'm gonna do my best to get it on Blu-ray, like with Shin Godzilla. Yep. Shin Ultraman. It's it's the basic Ultraman plot. It's uh, Shinji Kamenaga. Sorry about pronunciation. A man who could transform into a building-sized hero when various creatures threatened his city. That's all you need to know. Uh, this is like this is like a new, good, Ultraman, but like full respect to the classic Ultraman. He looks like the classic Ultraman. Yep. He does same the, sound effects. The arm thing and shoots the laser out like the classic Ultraman. Oh, but the laser beam like cuts through mountains. And it's yeah, awesome. It's dope. It's like when when Shin Godzilla does the the nuclear blast and it comes out of his spikes and stuff, and then it blows up all those buildings. It's dope. The kaiju yeah. look awesome in this. Yes, the, this there's one shot where he's like floating right above the ground, and he like turns and his eyes are lit up, and you and it like it like gives you chills, dude. Like it's like okay, Ultraman, let's go. I'm I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I, this was a thing where I was like, when they were starting to tease it, I was like, I have to keep track of this because I need to see this to live. Oh, absolutely. Put this in the veins, squeeze the bag, baby. I think I'm going to just, like, I imagine this will be available on Blu-ray. I'm probably just going to buy this. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, this is one of those blind Blu-ray purchases that we do sometimes. Sometimes I just trust... I trust my judgment here, and I trust yeah. the process. So this is a very short trailer. Very, it's like a teaser. It's a very Japanese teaser trailer. I watched it twice. I was like, I got to see this again. Yeah, me too. I watched it a couple times. Yeah. So we are into this, um, and as long as one of us is keeping up with when this comes out, like in the U.S. or you know whatever, uh, we gonna get this. Yeah, I got my eyes on it. We got our eyes on it. Shin Ultraman. All right, the next one we are very excited for. This looks awesome. It is Thor Love and Thunder, baby. Finally, after months of speculation about when this trailer was going to come out, the closest to a Marvel release date uh, without a trailer of all time. That's how. That's where we were with this movie. Yeah. Compa- compare this to like Black Widow. Like how many months were they pumping Black Widow? Yeah, we had like well because it was supposed to come out in in May of 2020, <laughs> we had basically two whole years of Black Widow trailers. Yeah, this is the opposite of that. Yeah, so this comes out in July. <laughs> the plot of this is Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and an ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Um. Do you think that we will see um, any of the Egyptian gods in this? That would be interesting. 
I I know Zeus is in it, and he's played by Russell Crowe because he's in the trailer. Yeah, and you see the statue of him. Yeah, yeah. It depends who. Uh, there's a shot from the. Oh, who did that Thor comic? I want to give credit because it's the best Thor comic run of all time. Here, I have it in my closet, but I could. I'm. Oh, who's who's the other guy with the big axe in Marvel comics? Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron is the author. Oh, okay. uh, there's a shot in this trailer with that big creature that's dead, and it's a, in the comics that's a, a god and it's a friend of Thor's, but it's a big like dragon-looking creature thing, and like Gore the God Butcher has killed it and is Thor's friend, so he gets real mad. Mm. Uh, but there's a shot is exactly like the comic panel. Really? Yeah. Uh, are we, who are we talking? Another guy with an axe? Yeah, who's the guy with the axe? Beta Ray Bill? No, well, no. Let, He's let's, got an axe. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't want to talk about Beta Ray Bill until I'm like, seriously, we're going to show him. Okay. Um, he, he wears armor. He looks kind of Greek looking. He's got the axe. Got the, Oh, who the heck? I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't think of the name now. We're gonna find. We're gonna learn it right now. Uh, robot voice. Who, who are we talking about? You're thinking of the Marvel character Ares. Ares. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief, Ares. Thank you, robot voice. What, uh, why did I bring up Ares? And now, like, we've been trying to sit here, figure out. I don't even know why I brought Ares up. Yeah, I don't know. You, we were talking about the axes and stuff. I don't know. Oh, because we're talking about like the Greek gods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because uh, Zeus is a Greek god, right? So, yep. are there other Greek gods, or are they just other dimensional? What are they? Well, like Hercules is is a Marvel character. Yeah, that's where he comes from. I think they're all. I think in Marvel, the gods are all different kinds of aliens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do you think we're gonna see in this movie? I think Sif is in this movie, so she'll be back. As far as like. People we may not be expecting, mm-hmm. or because the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. Gosh, I don't know. It's Taika, so he could do anything. Like, yeah. I don't know how to predict him. He's a wild card. You don't think we're gonna see Beta Ray Bill, do you? No, maybe in oh, a post-credit scene. Do you think we'll see the Frog Thor? That would be great. He was in Loki in a jar. He was. Yeah, uh, when it's panning, it's like panning uh, up through the ground. And then he's he's in the the place where all the Loki variants are. Uh, he's in a jar in the underground, and he's trying to get out of the jar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. I only care about seeing Beta Red Bill. Yeah, I love Beta Red Bill. Yeah, he's the best. This this trailer is cut really well. It's good use of '80s song. Yep. Uh, it's uh, Guns and Roses, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Thor's like trying to retire. He's like. He doesn't want a superhero anymore. Uh, he's hanging out with Korg and the Guardians. There's a really funny meme that's already come out of this where he's trying to make Star-Lord uh, look into his eyes and he won't look at him. <laughs> that's the best moment in the trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Uh, I will also say um, Jane Foster, actress. Um, Natalie. Natalie Portman has hit the weights and looks real good. Oh yeah, her arms are awesome. In her arms, I'm like, girl, you done did it. And and like, of course, Natalie Portman, like, she 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 strikes me as a person who is dedicated, thorough, driven, smart, and like, she's like, you want my arms to get bigger? She makes it happen. You know, yep. not even a question. Um, 
her costume looks amazing. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Jane Foster Thor into it. Yeah, she looks exactly like the she does in the Mighty Thor comics, which yep. is part of this Gore the God Butcher storyline uh, that's been a 10-year feat by this author. Mm-hmm. I kind of my favorite thing about Jane, uh, the Mighty Thor, in the comics, is that she talks out loud like Thor, but in her head she talks like modern uh, Jane. So in her head she'll be like, "What's the plan?" and then she'll say out loud, "Prithee, tell me thine machinations." And you know, because the Thor armor does that to her, uh. Uh, the magic does like makes her talk like that. So I kind of hope they do that in the movie. I bet what they'll do is they'll make a joke out of it. And they're like, why are you talking like that? And she's like, I yeah, just kind of... I hope the, so. You know, like, the armor makes me feel, you know, regal or something. Uh-huh. They'll, they'll, they'll address it. I'm glad to see Jane back is what I'm glad to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Natalie Portman's a great actress. Absolutely. I also feel like everyone who, like, was in the other Thor movies and missed out on getting to be in a Taika movie should get that opportunity so i'm glad sif is back and and jane and i i felt bad for darcy because i love darcy so much but then she got to be in wandavision so yeah yeah so thor is my favorite avenger and so this is probably my most hyped movie of the year i can't wait for this it's gonna be great funny and great and you like you wouldn't be like okay it's a story about uh an avenger finding himself (laughs) but i'm so into it Uh uh-huh I can't wait. All right, so uh, let's move on to the next trailer, which is a the second trailer for Lightyear. Yeah, so this is a, a like a full trailer for the Chris Evans Pixar uh, Lightyear movie about Buzz Lightyear, but not about the toy Buzz Lightyear, about the the Buzz Lightyear that the toy is made of in Toy Story. So this is the in-universe movie, and yep. it looks pretty good. It does. This. Um, you get an idea of what the story is more so than the last trailer, but it feels like a completely different movie from the last trailer. It does. This this feels like like a full on real life sci fi movie. You know, like it doesn't feel like Pixar movies. I know they're they're somewhat serious sometimes, but they're mostly goofy comedies. I guess no, I guess not mostly. Like Wally's pretty pretty much a sci fi movie. Mm hmm. This uh, this movie does something that all other sci-fi movies don't do, which I was like, oh my gosh, they're doing it. Um, they're they're doing time dilation. Yeah, yeah, it's like Interstellar. Yeah, with the the heavy gravity and all that, the gravity well and all that. Um, yeah, so he goes uh, the first mission to go hyperspeed or faster than light travel, and um, true to true to form, if you do that, time. Uh, your perception of time is normal, but you are going uh, faster than everyone else. And so you essentially, what is like, you know, a year to you is something like five years to everyone else. Yep, like Planet of the Apes. Then you come back and they blew it up. Yeah, so he, he travels light speeder. He goes. To- <laughs> My microphone fell over. Uh, so he travels to he goes hyperspeed or whatever, and he, he he travels 62 years into the future, but it's only been like a moment for him. And I was like, oh wow, they they're doing it. So that's kind of cool. That's like a high sci-fi right there, you know. Yeah, that was. I don't I don't like the movie Interstellar, but that was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, uh, well I I like that movie. Um. So yeah, so this looks good. Uh, I'm excited to see it, and uh, Tyke is in it. 
Yeah, I didn't know he was in it until this trailer. No, I didn't either. I was well, like, oh, I know that voice. They hadn't shown him until this, I don't think. He's so busy, man. I don't know how he is. Like, I honestly can't think of when he had time to film the entire season of uh, Our Flag Means Death. I don't either, dude. The, he directed, he, like, five things last year. He he and Lin-Manuel Miranda seem like the two busiest dudes in showbiz. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't understand where they're getting all this time. I don't either. I don't know how they do this. I, I truly don't know how they do like, this. Like, literally... Lin-Manuel Miranda did the soundtrack for like every movie last year and Taika Waititi directed all of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Plus Somebody he's ex- in them all too. Someone write into us and explain this. Explain this to us. I bet it was time dilation. Oh, snab. Snab. Um, all right, so the next trailer we have here is Black Sight. A group of officers based in a labyrinthine top secret must fight for... What? That doesn't even make any sense. Must fight for their lives against Hatchet, a brilliant and infamous high-value deta- detainee. So, uh, this movie stars Michelle Monaghan, Jason Clark, and Jai Courtney, who Jai Courtney blows. But uh, Jason Clark is usually pretty good. And uh, Michelle Monaghan, I love Michelle Monaghan. And I've said this many times on this podcast... But she would always have to play people's wives in movies, and that always annoyed me. And I was always like, she can play the lead. Let her play the lead. And then there was that show on Netflix called Messiah, and they let her play the lead. And I was like, see, she's great. Let her play the lead in a movie. And here is the movie. I feel like this is kind of a waste, though, for her. It is, but it's a good start. Like, this is a low-budget kind of, like, probably pretty punch-press action movie. But Michelle Monaghan's the lead. She's not someone's wife. Yeah. It's got that going for it. It definitely felt like a low-budget movie with a decent budget. Not Jason a big budget. Jason Clark is in it, though. He's like a... I feel like the... Like Jack Courtney, I could see being in a Garbo low-budget movie, but J- Jason Clark's in, like, Zero Dark Thirty. Jason Clark looks like Gene Hackman's kid. Yeah, he could He could be related to him, except he's Australian. Mm. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna watch this because of Michelle Monaghan, are you? No, I like her and I want her to do well, and I I root for her, but I don't need to watch it. No, uh, and that's really about all. I mean, punch press action movie. You said it. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, all right. So then the next trailer we have here is Prehistoric Planet, and this is something I cannot wait to watch with my boy, who's four. It's gonna be fun. This is on Apple TV. It's a like a Planet Earth, but it's about dinosaurs and it's narrated by david attenborough i'm in so i'm in yeah uh they spared no expense uh, oh yeah big... obviously richard attenborough his brother is is what's his not uh, what's his name in jurassic park spared no expense guy i can't think of his name oh oh you're, you're john hammond john hammond yeah i, I was totally blanking cause of... the voice you're hearing is richard kiley spared yeah. no expense yeah so that's uh richard attenborough uh, yeah, this looks great. I can't. It, but you say you say there's not enough feathered dinosaurs in this. No, they're under feathered. Uh, I, I there's a couple with feathers, but mm-hmm. I feel like uh, the larger some of the larger dinosaurs, like the Tyrannosaurus, I feel like it was under feathered because I believe that was a feathered dinosaur as well. Uh, the duckbill is like super feathered. Yeah, I want to watch this though. I like this it, looks really cool. You know, they that uh, duckbill he looks like a K-way. <laughs> I share it does, you know. It's a flightless bird. There's cold weather dinosaurs. There's like ice dinosaurs in this. Yeah. Snow dinosaurs. 
Well, it's more likely. Uh, do, recent studies indicate it's more likely that dinosaurs were warm-blooded, not cold-blooded, like reptiles. Uh, so, because of the size of some of them, wouldn't be able to survive as cold-blooded creatures. Uh, so there could there could be ice dinosaurs, lizard people. Yeah, Silurians from Doctor Who. Lizard they're people. still here. They're still here, folks. They're still rocking in the free world. Underground. They're underground dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. A baby dinosaur. Uh, so yeah, so that looks good. Can't wait. And this comes out in May, I think. Yeah, on Apple TV. May May twenty third or something like that. Yep. Look it up for look it up for yourself. What are we do a news you, podcast? Uh, do your own research, okay? Just like the QAnon folks. Oh, Nancy Pelosi! Nancy Pelosi can't do. keep the car running. I can't do that voice. We cannot. We can't do the the Long Island January Six guy. We can't do it. Maybe 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 one day. I aspire to do it one day. Yeah, maybe Will Sasso will come on and do it. He'll teach us. Teach us your ways, Mr. Sasso. All right, so then the next trailer we have here is Last Seen Alive, and this is a movie by Vertical Entertainment, which several of these other trailers have been. It's Vertical Entertainment Week. Yeah, so this is, it's it centers on Will Spann, who is driving his soon-to-be ex-wife to her parents' home when she mysteriously disappears without a trace during a stop at a gas station. So this is Gerard Butler and Jamie Alexander, Lady Sif herself. And it looks like a pretty low-budge Gone Girl ripoff. Uh, so, like, did she get taken or is she, like, trying to get him in trouble or something like that? Uh, is is Gerard Butler trying to do an American accent or is this his real accent? Because this, it's is such... his, this is his real Scottish accent. Okay, because I was like, if he's trying to do an American accent, it's terrible. So, in the movies where he plays, a, uh, like, a, uh, so, a secret... What's the Secret Service? In the movies where he plays a Secret Service guy, he is trying to do an American accent, and it's almost indistinguishable from his Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, but this is just—I think he stopped trying to do American accents. It's like Liam Neeson, where he just has like a movie voice he does. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, it's like it's like a dialed back. Yeah, uh, Scott. It's not an American accent. It's a dialed back Scottish accent. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly okay. That's what it is. But we we've nailed that. Um, I won't watch this. No, I like Jamie Alexander. Uh, I like yeah. I like Gerard Butler when he tries. He's one of those guys that doesn't try all the time. Yeah. Like when he makes a movie like Greenland, I love him. Oh yeah, Greenland was great. Or Rock and Rolla, that was awesome. But like then he'll be in. Like, some really stupid action movie. Like, that movie Gamer. That's one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Truly one of the worst movies of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never saw it, but I remember it. It was directed by Martin Evaldine and Brian Taylor, I believe, who directed Crank. And uh, oh, that's all gosh. you need to know. That's all you... Oh, jeez Louise. Terrible. Get them out of the industry. And if it wasn't those two, it was the... T- I know it's a duo. It was either those two or the two guys that did Alien vs. Predator Requiem or Ghost Rider Spirit oh. of Vengeance. All garbage movies. They're all terrible. Yeah. Why? I can't believe like executives gave them money. Yeah. No, well, it's probably like Fox or something. Yeah, it's probably Perlmutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so then next up we have a red band trailer for Good Morning, and it's spelled M O U R Morning. 
So this one I wouldn't normally have put on, but it's so bad that I want it to be on here. I'm really glad you did because it is so bad, but it but it um, it inspired me to make analogies of yeah, what this movie pretty, is you, like. You came up with some pretty good stuff here. <laughs> so this the best way I can describe this movie is it's like if someone from the 1990s was asked what they think a trailer for a movie in the year 2022 might be like, <laughs> and then they cut a trailer. It's it's like if someone who's never seen any teen movies from the 90s being told about them by a teenager, um, and then they made a movie based on what they were told. Okay, that's that's what it seems like. It's, this is like if Gen Z, uh, if the if the Gen Z internet made a movie, or if like TikTok and Tumblr made a movie. It's got it's got B J P E, uh, Big Jake Paul energy. That's the one that made me laugh out loud when I saw it on the outline. Uh, yeah, this looks like like a like a Jake Paul YouTube video. This trailer looks like something they would show suspected ISIS terrorists to get them to confess. Like they just show them once, and they'd be like, "Please, I will tell you where they're located." This is it. Almost seems like a propaganda tool that ISIS would use to be like, "See how terrible America is." Watch this. This would work on me. As a propaganda tool against America. Absolutely. Like, Russia probably shows this. Yeah, Russia like probably now. made this. Oh, man, this is Russian-made. So, uh, the cast of this movie is... It stars Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, who is, I believe, some kind of rapper or hip-hop is, guy. What, or were they, are they in a relationship, Machine yeah, Gun Kelly? Yeah, they're married, I think, or they're engaged. Oh, they're married. Okay, yeah. Uh, it also has uh, your favorite Dove Cameron's in it. Are you serious? Yeah, I, she's in She's uh, in, I, in the cast list here. Oh, wow. I, I, thought, yeah, I thought I couldn't hate it more, but now I do. Uh, now, now uh, Pete Davidson is in here. I've actually... I used to not like Pete Davidson at all, and then... I've watched I watch SNL every week, uh, and I have for many many years, except for like a few years around 2016 2017 because the news was too depressing. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, so Pete Davidson has slowly grown on me, and I, his sense of humor, uh, to where now I think he's funny. Uh, but I bet this is one of those things where he's in like 30 seconds of this movie, and they're putting uh, him on the poster and stuff. Probably so. Like, I bet he's literally got, like, three minutes of screen time that he did as a favor to someone. This is, like, an alternate universe where Can't Hardly Wait came out, like, 30 years later. Yeah, I don't... Whatever this is, it should almost be watched based on how terrible it is. Uh, It's real bad. I was a little upset with myself in that I did laugh when uh, the cop called that guy Stony Smurf. It might have been just like I was laughing because I wanted to get out of the uncomfortable situation. <laughs> you should. I don't know if I'd recommend watching it. I mean, I guess if you're if you're if you go into it knowing it's really bad. Yeah, it's a super red band trailer, so it's not safe for work. It's not safe for like little kids. But if you want to see, it's it's something to see how bad it is. Uh, it's it's bad in an academic way. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like taking it's like a caricature of Gen Z. But it's like um, they're our age, though, so it's it's our it's people that are our age acting like they're younger than they are. You know those people that won't let go of their youth. 
Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of obsessed with the 80s, so I can't really... <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> no, not... People that are obsessed with youth, uh, like, constant youth, like, people that are our age acting like they're, like, 20, you know? But we're 35. Uh. So, like... Because, like, Megan Fox is, like, as old as me, I think. When was she born? 1986. So she's older than me. And Pete Davidson... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna assign any blame on this movie to Pete Davidson, uh, but he was born. Well, he's younger than me. He's born in '93. Megan Fox is like super tan in this. She reminds me of the girls in high school that tan, went to the tanning bed all the time. Yeah, she does look like that. Yeah, and like put on a lot of makeup and like had really straight flat ironed hair. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly was born in 1990. So these are all like millennials that are acting like. Uh, they're 20. What a strange thing. Very strange. It's not good, whatever it is. No, it's terrible. Um, got kind of a strange one. Uh, the last one here, too. The last trailer, the Adele Levinth trailer, which is uh, Monstrous, starring Christina Ricci. Yeah, the plot of this is story centers on a traumatized woman fleeing from her abusive ex-husband with her seven-year-old son in their new remote sanctuary. They find they have bigger, more terrifying monsters to deal with. This is a another swamp monster that might not be real, but it looks like old Greg from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> uh, out of the frying pan and into the mangina. <laughs> he drinks Baileys from a boot. So old Greg is terrorizing Wednesday Adams and her child in this. Uh, this is a play movie. It's a horror play movie. It does. Yeah, they're all in, they're in this house. Now, I have a special place in my heart for Christina Ricci from my youth, like for her being Wednesday Adams and like she's in a lot of movies from when I was a kid. So like I love Christina Ricci and I want her to do well, but this looks pretty dumb. It does not look good. She she has a very round head, like it's like a spherical head. She does. Yeah, she's got a very dis- she's a very distinct looking person. Like she looks like Christina Ricci. Yeah, very distinct looking. She should be easy to draw a caricature of at Six Flags. There's people like that are like like Anya Taylor Joy and and like uh, yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Uh, mm-hmm. These are all people that look like you could draw them easily. Those, those two, the two actresses you just named, they, their eyes are far apart. Yeah, Ricky Lindholm too. Who's they Ricky Lindholm? Ricky Lindholm is. Um, I don't know if you know her. She's in a lot of, like, uh, well, she was in Knives Out. Oh. She was uh, Michael Shannon's wife in Knives Out. But she's, okay. like, a com- comedian, mostly. I, I follow her comedy stuff. Uh, but she's, like, a comedic musician. Well, we, uh, neither of us will watch Mantras. No, we're not going to watch so, this. Sorry, this Christina. This might not come out. This probably doesn't even exist. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that does it for all the new, new trailers. And uh, we do have some trailer mailers you've got mail yeah so last time you'll recall we asked uh if the spider-verse since the spider-verse is delayed and it is delayed again what other marvel properties would you like to see like enfolded into the spider-verse universe in that animation style and in that universe and uh, kevin said i think x-men would run would really run with the style of spider-verse especially with all those fun powers and visuals and frankly we're due for a good x-men thing since it's been a hot minute yep Exactly yeah, I, right. I couldn't agree more with that. Perfect. Mike wrote in and said, I'm going to say Captain America. I'm not super interested in the character, but I, I'm always interested in variations. 
My understanding is that there are some pretty wild versions of Cap out there. You could bring in Falcon, Captain Carter, etc. Yeah, that would be good. It would be good to have like a period piece, like flashbacks of stuff too in this. That would be cool. I want to see that in that style. Charlie said, Howard the Duck traveling space. And any cosmic Marvel would work awesome in the Spider-Verse style. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like Nova or something like that. Yeah, or like Star Jammers. Oh, dude, yes. Freaking yeah. Star Jammers. Yes. Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right, cool. Well, thanks for writing in, folks. And uh, write it. What, what did we ask? What did we want people to write into us about? Um, Did we... Well, if you want to write into us about that thing we said, you can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, or you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. If you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, but don't try and contact us there because we don't check the notifications. Uh, if you're feeling extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and if you if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. Yeah, if I was I'll tell you what's gonna happen. I ain't gonna drink no Baileys from no boot or any kind of shit. She don't make a good cup. And they do this in racing, you know. They'll pour that champagne into it, that racing shit. They wore the whole race all sweaty and stuff, and they'll drink out of it. That sounds horrible. I don't ever. I don't want my mouth anywhere near where a foot has been because you just. Like, the smell alone turns you off, dude. I want a clean glass. I don't even like drinking from plastic, let alone the shoe. And uh, just, guys, practice good hygiene. I know I talked about that last podcast. But that's, that's the tip. Just have good hygiene. Just have good health habits. That is the tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent. As always, my name is Nick Kelly for the Trailer Blazers, and I am enjoying the fall of Netflix. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and don't forget when you inject me with the Shin Ultraman IV to squeeze the bag. Happy Trailers. The vid your games one quarter portion of the show we have two vidgy game trailers that we're jumping straight to because nick and i haven't played no vidgy games yep this is more like the one tenth portion of the show <laughs> uh, kevin sent me a trailer for a vr game called bone lab more like barf lab you get sick in these oh a hundred percent. Whenever you're walking or like moving, instead of being stationary and then jumping from point to point, I will. I get so sick. Not me. I could do this, but I also feel like we're in the Model T days of VR, where it's like I, I understand that we have to do this level, but I'm tired of always being in that level of things. I want to be in the future. I want to be in the cool part where it's like the holodeck. I, I, that's what I, wa- I thought watching this. I was like, when are we going to get the holodeck? I don't want VR. I want holodeck. Yeah, that's mainly I was like, 
this is yeah it's getting cooler it's getting more interactive it's not where i want it to be yet no it's not um i need like a dedicated padded room or something yeah or a warehouse I mean, this looks for what it is. It looks fun. It looks like a mix of everything, like super hot and portal, or uh, yeah, portal or uh, mm-hmm. half life or something. Yeah, the, um, I like when when you pull down the bone and the wall collapsed in this. That was cool. I like that you can hit things with frying pans. The controllers are getting better for these. Uh, the the hand reading part of the controller is cool, where it reads what your fingers are doing, stuff like that. It's getting cooler slowly. Yeah, I all I want is you know that guy that makes the Spider Man VR videos where he like grabs the people and like slaps them in the face a bunch of times with this just moving his hand. Yeah. And then throws them and like you know. Uh that's what I want. I just want to be silly and do Spider Man stuff. Yeah, let's be silly and do Spider Man stuff. That's what we want, folks. Uh out of VR. Uh we have a non VR trailer to what looks like to be like an indie game called Arlo. Yeah, yeah. Uh this is a pretty cool looking game. It's pretty, um, not a game that I would necessarily play, but I liked watching the trailer for. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Like I'm, I'm probably not gonna buy this or play it, but uh, I did enjoy the trailer. The art they change art styles in it, so it's like there's a pixelated art that it's in part of it, and then they have this sort of uh, top down. Not, or not top-down, but like three-fourths or whatever you call it, isometric. Yeah. Uh, and then they have sort of this 3D look that looks just like the old Clover games, like uh, Beautiful Joe and Okami, that same art style but HD. Looks actually really good. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. If you like that kind of game, you should check out Arlo. Yeah, you should You should do it. You should listen to us. Uh, and that is a that's really all the content we have for this video game one tenth portion of the show. Yeah, it's a short short video game section, but we played games and and had extended regular sections, so no complaints. Uh, nobody complain. Nobody ever complains anyway. No, they don't. They just listen to it happily, I guess, contentedly. Yep. People like the longer episodes. I think. Do they really? Yeah, I think so. All right, folks. Well, for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm the executive producer of Barf Lab. Happy Trailers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I'm going to the holodeck seven of nine. Happy Trailers. It does not look good. She she has a very round head, like it's like a spherical head. She does, yeah. She's got a very dis- she's a very distinct looking person. Like she looks like. I'm Megadon. Now I'm back for some good tape, 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 tape.